In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the evening, the disciples went down to the shore of the lake and got into a boat to make for Capernaum on the other side of the lake. It was getting dark by now, and Jesus had still not rejoined them. The wind was strong, and the sea was getting rough. They had rowed three or four miles when they saw Jesus walking at the lake and coming towards them. This frightened them, but he said, It is I. Do not be afraid. They were for taking him into the boat, but in no time it reached the shore at the place they were making for. The Gospel of the Lord After the miracle of multiplication and before our Lord begins his insightful bread of life discourse, which we will consider next week, St. John introduces this interlude as a transition in his storyline. St. John's account of this familiar tale of our Lord Walking on water is unique in that it notes that the disciples did not seem to be troubled or frightened by the strong winds or rough seas. This sounds plausible as they were seasoned fishermen within the group. A little storm was not going to ruffle an old sea dog. But these seemingly courageous men shed all semblance of being in control the moment they caught sight of our Lord walking on the water, the passage makes this observation. This, that is referring to our Lord walking on the surface of the water, frightened them. The natural forces were something they could easily accept as normal and something which they contend with. But it was a supernatural occurrence that shook them to the core. Our Lord walking on the waters was reminiscent of God striding across the waters of chaos in the first scene of creation, depicted in the book of Genesis. In that scene, the reader gets the impression that God was boxing chaos into a structure of order and harmony. He was asserting his sovereignty and authority over these unwieldy and untamed forces. But here in the Gospel passage, instead of creation, the disciples and we the readers are treated to a spectacular revelation. The first word spoken by our Lord matched by his miraculous action is a theophany, a manifestation of the divine. It is I, do not be afraid. The exhortation to not be afraid is one of the most common phrases found in both the Old and the New Testament. It is often accompanied by the assurance that God is with us, and since God is with us, there should be no reason to fear. But our attention in today's Gospel text is drawn to the first statement, It is I. Jesus is obviously referring to himself, but now in contrast of the fear not or the do not be afraid statement, Jesus is making an identification with God of revelation and salvation history. He is revealing that he is the Lord, the God who tamed the waters of chaos and created the universe. If someone else were to tell us not to be afraid, 
we may have cause to doubt. False optimism and empty assurances do very little to allay our fears. But if it is God who tells us, "It is I," do not be afraid. Then we have absolutely no reason to fear, but instead place our complete trust in Him, because God is always in control, and no matter what storms or turbulence we may encounter in this life, we know that He will not abandon us nor disappoint us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.